In the works with Brandon and Usa. To be or not to be, that is the question. Whether it is nobler in the mind to suffer the slings and arrows of outrageous fortune, or to take arms against a sea of troubles and by opposing end them. To die, to sleep, no more. And by a sleep, we say, to end the heartache and thousand natural shocks that flesh is heir to. Tis a consummation devoutly to be wished. To die, to sleep, perchance to dream. Aye, there's a rub. For in that sleep of death, what dreams may come? When we have shuffled off this mortal coil, must give us pause. There's a respect that makes calamity of so long life. For who would bear the whips and scorns of time, the oppressor's wrong, the proud man's contumely? The pangs of despised love, the law's delay, the insolent of office and the spurns of that patient merit of the unworthy takes, when he himself might his quietest make with a bare bodkin. Who would fardels bear to grunt and sweat under a weary life, but that the dread of something after death? The undiscovered country from whose born no traveler returns, puzzles a will and makes us rather bear those ills we have than fly to others we know not of. Thus conscience doth make cowards of us all, and thus the native hue of resolution is sickled over with the pale cast of thought, and enterprises of great pith and moment with this regard, their currents turn awry and lose the name of action. It's uh, William Shakespeare, Hamlet. Yeah, I was going to say, did you just soliloquy? I did. <laughs> nice. the whole soliloquy. <laughs> All right, another special day today and in the works we have a yeah special day every day is a special day it is a special day i don't podcast every day so it's a special day every time (laughs) but (laughs) but this time we have hi my name is true right true right drew right gotcha all right uh he's a friend of mine i guess a friend of usa's as well yes yeah and uh fairly new friend i I, I consider us friends yeah Yeah. fairly new okay anyway (laughs) so blooming friendship blooming yes (laughs) Yeah, budding, blooming, but no, I don't. I don't budding friendship. Budding. It's kind of starting. It, I, blooming oh, yeah. would be like it's. In, no, yeah, you're right. Budding, it's yeah. budding. <laughs> like blooming onions. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, um, so just kind of give us a rundown. Who are you? You know, in summation, like, you know, oh. got your name. Yeah, like I said, my name is Drew Wright. I'm a 21 year old white male. <laughs> <laughs> Um, straight, straight. 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 <laughs> you hit that, you're hitting that Trinity, straight white male, the Holy Trinity, the Holy Trinity. Oh Lord! <laughs> gotcha. Okay. Um, I'm a student here at MCC. I'm studying to become uh, a psychologist, but um, I want to get my bachelor in psychology and pivot that into law. Um, yeah. And anything else? Oh, not really. I mean, uh, somebody. Was telling me that you're trying to be a lawyer was that true oh yeah yeah but anything specific in law um not specifically i kind of do like the constitutional side um i like fighting for the more broad ideas um mm-hmm. for you know freedom of speech for just your general rights the things that the government wants to intrude on more than anything gotcha well i appreciate that <laughs> hopefully you'll go far in <laughs> um so Kind of a little background, like who were you growing up? 
Um, just give us some context on your childhood. You can be as deep and thorough or as shallow as you want to be with that. So just kind of. So, yeah, I was born in 2001, uh, about two weeks before 9-11. Um, nice. Nice. <laughs> what a tragedy. Yeah. Um, I grew up uh, the third of four boys. Um, my dad is an auditor and he's an accountant by trade. My mom is a nurse. Um, grew up in that home. We used to move a lot, around a lot because my dad had a bunch of different jobs. So I've been uh, to Detroit, to Wisconsin. Um, we went and lived in Florida for a year. And we eventually settled down here in Missouri. We were from Missouri initially and we basically ended up back here. So how old were you when you kind of settled in Missouri then? Um, we settled like the first time when I was like six and then we moved back out. And then we, ever since I was about 10 or 11, I can't remember, uh, we'll say 11, we came back here and we've set our roots here. Gotcha. So. I had no idea you moved around that much. Oh no, when I was uh, little, we moved around a lot. A lot of it I don't remember though, cause it's just when I was really little. Was it like every year, a couple times a year? Was It'd be it be like every year to six months, six oh, months to a year. God. When, when was the, when do you remember uh, just that, just moving around, like um, your earliest memory? My earliest memory is when we were here. Like I was probably, we used to live in Lawson um, which is the middle of nowhere. Okay. Um, and yeah, I just remember we had a go-kart and we <laughs> Okay, so you don't really remember all the other places? I don't remember a lot of the other places. Okay. They're more told to me. Gotcha, because I'm just asking because right now I, I, my girlfriend, um, her nephew is five, year, five years old. Dad is in the military and they move around a lot. Mm -hmm. So I just wanted to see you know your yeah. thoughts on that see how if you had any struggles with making yeah. friends and yeah, how does that, that affect you i'm not sure how it affected me because okay. like i said most of that stuff is it. just like before i remember yeah. it um what about like your brothers because i know you're you said you were the third um so like the two older ones they must have had better recollection of what was going on and yeah i've never actually asked them about that um i'm not sure what their perspective is on that uh so I couldn't really tell you. So what was it like then? Um, okay, you set your roots down. What, what um, then? What do you actually remember? <laughs> yeah, well, we lived in Lawson for a little bit, um, moved to Florida. Mm -hmm. um, Florida was a very interesting time, but um, the family life was pretty hectic. Oh. Being middle child, I always kind of flew under the radar. Um, this was before your brother, your younger brother? Oh, no, this is during. He's, oh, okay. Uh, this oh, is like when I'm child. nine. Never mind. Got yeah. I would uh, fly under the radar, but I, I kind of noticed things, you know, things like, you know, um, a little instability, like, hey, mom might not be coming home tonight. Mm. Guys, let's just uh, buckle down and see what we can do to make her happy. Gotcha. Yeah. So my, Is it because of her nursing job and such? Uh, no, it was just really a struggle for everyone at the time. Understood. Um, with all that instability, I can hardly blame anyone. Yeah. Um, but we moved back here basically on my mom's request um and then we settled down i i was homeschooled for most of my life um but from second grade to fifth grade i went to public school okay how was that <laughs> um what's the what's kind of like that that difference what kind of stuck out to you well um i there's like two eras because from kindergarten to first grade i was homeschooled gotcha um and that i don't remember a ton of it was just kind of learn your ABCs, mm -hmm. you know, learn your basics. And then 
I remember being public schooled from second grade to fifth grade. I was a very quiet kid, but I was um, kind of in the gifted section. Mm-hmm. Like they offered me to skip grades and stuff, but that is kind of a scam. Yeah. Why is that? Um, from your understanding, why would it be a scam? Well, it's like, A, you're not getting that experience that you would have growing up through that and going through that. And B, I think the whole gifted uh, programs are just kind of bad. Oh, yeah? In what way? <laughs> like they just, they're not actually helpful or? Well, it's just like, well, do I think of myself now as gifted? No, I'm just like a normal ass 21 year old. Mm-hmm. Um, like, what is, what are you trying to do to like put that expectation on a fourth grader? You know, like you're supposed to be smart. You're supposed, you're supposed to, to be, be smart. You're supposed to be as smart as the sixth graders right now. You want to go up? Um, I think that's a bad expectation to have. And I know a lot of people who um, who are like gifted chi- children, uh, they just grow up with this unreasonable expectation that, hey, you're supposed to be this gifted child, and why are you failing? Do you hear the uh, uh, you have so much potential? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, like, <laughs> that's yeah. like so destructive because mm-hmm. then you're like, oh man, why am I not? you know, leading a Fortune 500 company at exactly. 12 years old. Yeah. <laughs> Once you put people in the gifted program, you, you automatically set them with a whole bunch of expectations. Yeah. Um, so I'm not a big fan of that program. Um, I mean, not to say that there's, you shouldn't give gifted students probably different treatment. I don't know what the answer is. It's just I know that you're putting a bunch of expectations on them. Yeah, and you recognized that and you didn't want to go into it? Or did your parents go, we're just going to put them in the regular? Um, My parents, my mom um, basically recognized, was like, you're missing a lot of life by just skipping from like one grade and going way up. How how many grades would you be skipping? I was offering to go from like third to six. Oh, man. Wow, that's a big jump. Yeah, Yeah, where did your childhood go? (laughs) Exactly, exactly. (laughs) Wow. Um. So I can't imagine that would have that would have been a good thing. Um, that would have led to a lot of problems. Imagine being a fourth grader in a sixth grade class. Yeah, would have felt real small. That's for sure. Oh yeah, there was um, someone in my middle school who actually skipped a couple grades. Tiny. He was yeah. tiny. <laughs> and they're like, "Look at you, little kid." No, no some mean, people are nice. I mean, I no, don't definitely. Some um, people are bullies though. I never really interacted with him, so I couldn't tell you much. But Dang. Yeah. I did notice a tiny person there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah, how was that public school experience then? Um, it was largely positive. I was um, an ADHD kid, so they put me on Ritalin. <sighs> so I, <laughs> I was like hyper focused the entire time. I was, I was that really good student because I would like complete my math homework or whatever, and still have like three hours left to st- what people would use to study, and I'd just read a book. Um, yeah, you told me you'd read for like hours and hours yeah, and hours. I would just like read Magic Treehouse books for yeah. hours. I, I mean, I was similar way in uh, like middle school. I would just come home and I would either, you know, ride my bike with my brothers or I would just be reading till dinner time, you know? Yeah. Yeah, no, I was reading all the time. Um, I'd read during lunch and they would actually have to snatch my books from me <laughs> because they're eat like, your eat your food. Because I was also skinny, like yeah, super skinny. Don't those, um, like, Ritalin, it kind of suppresses appetite or something? Yeah, it's an appetite yeah. suppressant. So I didn't want to eat anything at all, and if I did eat, I was probably going to throw it up. Oh, so, man. Yeah. So, yeah, I didn't, I just, like, I was going to read my book. So I wasn't, 
a super pro social. Most mm. people liked me, but I wasn't didn't have a ton of friends. Yeah. Um, and that was basically my life, like from third grade to fifth grade. Yeah, just oh. that. So with reading books, did any book like stand out to you while you were growing up that just kind of shaped your beliefs? Yeah, something that maybe you you think about from time to time or. Um, from that era, not really. Most of the interesting reading I've done basically has happened in the past couple of years. Oh, okay. Some um, more recent it, stuff. Yeah, okay. what I would read was like young adult fiction, like basically the equivalent of Harry Potter stuff. Or <laughs> yeah. There's yeah. this book okay. series called and, Michael Vay, which was this a bunch of superpowered teenagers and, you know, an oppressive uh, scientist guy. It's always who's, who's trying to experiment on them. That's like the Maximum Ride series. Did you read that? Uh, no, never read no. that. No, <laughs> same sort of deal. No, all those young adult novels kind of had the similar mm -hmm. like vibe to them. And then reading them now, some of them were actually like they translate to adulthood very well. Other ones, I'm like, oh, oh yeah, oh man, yeah, yeah that's I kind of like the series because it was dark. Like the first one, you end up. The main, main protagonist is put into this torture cell for like weeks on end. Way to spoil it. <laughs> <laughs> it was that your favorite part? Like, <laughs> I, I just love the torture scenes. No. <laughs> Can't get enough of that good stuff. Oh, <laughs> no, but it, nothing really besides that kind of like. Uh, yeah, um, nothing that was super super impactful. I well, mean, you. Oh, go ahead. I was. There have were a couple of things. I read this book that was like, there were two books. There was like seven great women and seven great men, and a couple of things stuck with me. Like, um, do you know who William Wilber Wilberforce is? No, actually. Oh, he's like a super interesting guy. Oh. Um, I read a bi biography <laughs> on him. He's like from the 1760s to like the 1830s or something. Okay. Mm -hmm. He basically helped. Um, He's one of the early abolitionists and he got rid of uh, slavery in Britain. And oh, a lot of people don't know this about Britain, but they spent like a huge amount of money to get rid of the slave, slave gotcha. trade. Did they that came after um, Emancipation Proclamation and Civil War, right? No, that came no, well that it before. Was before. This okay. is like closer to. Um, oh, that's right, because it, it was okay. Yeah. yeah, he was born in 1760 gotcha. something, and 1830 so is, is before. Yeah, okay. This is happening well before like all that anything stuff. in America. Yeah, um, and yeah, they just spent huge amounts of money to um, emancipate slaves and put ships out there to stop the slave trade. So like physically. So stop was it, it at that time? Was he a key factor in making it like illegal for mm -hmm. slavery and such? Yeah, um, I can't remember the whole thing because this was when I was like in middle school. But he was a huge factor um, in changing public opinion, uh, really making abolitionism a, a thing that can't exist. Like, yeah. there's no abolitionism here if it doesn't happen there. Gotcha, that makes sense. And what kind of from those maybe his words or maybe an event that involved him kind of stuck out to you the most well just that that guy's willing to put everything on the line like he, he risked his reputation yeah. he, he risked getting like it was unpopular people love their slaves <laughs> you know uh, it's kind of it's kind of interesting uh things like that because you read about in the past like oh getting rid of slavery it's like yeah well i would i would definitely do that and like mm -hmm. i don't see why everyone else didn't do that and you know it's like okay Back then, you probably would have been more toward the average population. And also, just fighting against the status quo of anything. Exactly. Even just in the workplace, even amongst friends. Um, 
just fighting against something that you believe is wrong and trying to convince other people that it's wrong and making huge mm. social and legal changes that is a lot that is a, an immense undertaking and i think uh a lot, of, a lot of people don't realize just how much it takes yeah. to do that and no. just how dangerous it could be because a lot of people, a lot of industry relied on slavery and such. And so that guy might have, you know, yeah. had a hit on him or something all the time. Yeah, no, it's um, people don't give enough respect to the people who were changing it at the time. Yeah, um, it's very popular nowadays to find like that one thing like, oh, yeah, but did he treat women right? Was he a little sexist? Yeah. Was he a little sexist now? Oh, he made up free the slaves, but... The man uh, told his wife to go make him a sandwich. Oh, yikes. So, yeah. But, I mean, yeah, that is a good point. Sometimes people overlook mm -hmm. the fact that, you know, yeah, you do. He did do something major, and, you know, he was still a human being. Yeah, so he still like, made mistakes even though like, he did something Okay, but was really he good. nice to gay people? It's just, it's like... We was, don't know. It was 18. Exactly. <laughs> it's it's uh, judging people by well, a, a modern lens. Back yeah. then, weren't gay people... Couldn't. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Where, um, I don't. I can't recall if it was like further back, but weren't they um, categorized as witches? Um, oh, like Salem witch trials and such. Like, that's that's what above my head. Uh, it, there may have been instances. I don't know if it was like every single time someone was you know, homosexual, they were like witch. Because <laughs> I know a lot of times it was behind closed doors or in, um, like I know on ships, like mm -hmm. a lot of those guys were uh, homosexual and so it was a little less um, taboo. Mm -hmm. Not in every on every ship, but mm -hmm. I know, you know you're spending a year with all these dudes, no woman in sight. Eh. No. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. they're in, I mean, you think... Like Greece and the Rome was oh, the yeah. Romans the, engaged in uh, that the, well, the, the, and basically everyone and yeah, everyone history. at some point like it was is very common to have sex with little boys. Yeah, which is uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. and supposedly that's what um, and that's how you became a man. Like, yeah, like knights would have their squire and such mm -hmm. when they go on trips, mm -hmm. and that's okay. Yeah, it gets a little weird, mm -hmm. but um, yeah, homosexuality was um, I for one been appreciate. That that um, tradition has died off. The yeah. the little boy ones. Yeah. 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 I'm glad. So um, going back to the slavery thing real quick. <laughs> it, it, just, it just popped in my head. Gotta I'm hit just, every point today. I'm thinking, yeah. I'm thinking we're kind of headed back in a, just in the circle. It's a cycle. In what way? Uh, <laughs> people back then were... Humans are just lazy. We're lazy. We like things when they're convenient. Mm -hmm. That's probably one of the main reasons why people had slaves back then mm. now with technology we are slowly getting to a point to where ai is become more and more of a thing things get automated things are mm -hmm. becoming easier for people so are you saying that's our yeah that's a, <laughs> ai but i mean scary. that that always begs the question you know how much is ai like a, a like a person is it a is it a soul is ai should it have any rights is it Anything at all besides just some computer code, you know? And mm -hmm. apparently there are a lot of people who are digging into the ethics of it and saying, you know, it's more than just um, a computer program, more than just a robot, whatever. We'll have to uh, just wait and watch it unfold. Yeah. It's Part of me is like, why would you why would you make it closer to that? You know what I mean? Mm. Like, stop before it becomes an ethical problem. 
because you don't want to create the ethical problem and then be like, is it a problem? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Is it a problem? Just uh, stop before it becomes an ethical problem. It's just when it comes to that, people have needs. And when people have those needs, they will will find a way to meet those needs. Yeah. And so even if it's unethical, as long as their needs are met, they won't think any more of it. Are we talking sexual needs? Like any. No, no, no. Jesus. Any. Yeah, any. Was, yeah, any. In my head, I was thinking more Business. Like, yeah, like, in my head, I was thinking social. more Social. People yeah, have social. needs. Come on, Drew. Just like someone to talk to, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's a, become a big thing with, like, AI's companionship. And, um, but, yeah, no, the, something you were talking about is, like, uh, you were saying that, you know, AI, those would be the modern slaves. But I, I would almost say... Um, you know, it would be us controlled by technology almost. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to compare it to the same thing because, you know, I'm not getting beaten on the daily. It is very different. Um, yeah. I have plenty of food and water, shelter. I have a autonomy. I could go wherever I want to with a license. But <laughs> but generally, I could go walk somewhere if I wanted to. Um, I could buy a shirt, you know, things like that. So it's, it's not at all the same as, you know, slavery as it was. Yeah. But... Um, there's definitely a um, some sort of pull in the sense that you have to do certain things like working mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. jobs, and at the same time, I mean that is a choice to go do in the go do those things. But right now, you, I mean, you need to make money, and you know, economic times right now are hard, and mm-hmm. you got to go do a job to make money, and it's agreed. It's a little limiting, but definitely not anywhere close to what it was. Well, so. actually, um, I can't remember where I heard this, uh, but <laughs> uh, there's more slaveries now than there has oh, ever been. Oh, yes, that right? is true. Um, yeah, not necessarily in this country, but also... Like uh, Mauritanian cobalt slaves. And Exactly, yes. And also the... Um, what is that? The uh, When people... Um, people are being sold as sex slaves everywhere. Oh, yeah. uh, human trafficking, yeah. all sorts of you know human trafficking, whether it's just for labor or for sexual things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there are more there are more slaves now than there ever was before, which is completely insane to me. That, that is okay. Maybe mm-hmm. we don't have this like culture of just like yeah slavery, but it's. Um, it's definitely underground and it's more widespread, mm-hmm. and that's a that's extremely depressing to me that's a, that's a great point to bring up that yeah <laughs> cut all the ai cut all the uh, oh i gotta go to work that's um that's a real thing yeah there's also just actual slaves out there actual real people who mm-hmm. don't have autonomy people being used and abused people um who can't get the necessities you know, it still happens need. here too because from my oh, relationships yeah. i've known i people who know another person yeah. I know of three people who did human were. trafficking. Mm-hmm. Who did or were like victims of? Who did. Oh, so like maybe somebody they knew. Yeah. Would. So it's it's still out there and it's Wait, who did crazy. human trafficking? Like they were yeah. trafficking the humans? Yes. Like oh, they yeah. were kidnapping people. Oh, shit. <laughs> so yeah, it's it's still out there, so it's it's scary. That's very scary and um because I wouldn't even imagine hearing about three different people that are like in this area, like in the state, 
Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. you don't think, but hey, we're in Kansas City. A lot of terrible shit goes through Kansas City. We're like a, at the middle of the country. We're a hub. A lot of stuff funnels mm-hmm. through here. Um, but yeah, no, and it's weird to think about that. You know, as a child, I was walking alone on trails at like yeah. one o'clock in the morning. <laughs> I mean, I had a knife, but you know, that's not really, mm-hmm. you know, but that's, that is scary. And, um, yeah, I think about that a lot, actually, sometimes. Thanks for bringing that up, because that, that's a real point of actual legitimate, not first mm-hmm. world problem. Like, it's it's real everywhere. Yeah. Uh, actual slavery that's going on. Um, so, yeah, that's quite the quite the tangent from your... <laughs> yeah, so just, we were from reading your books. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, okay, oh, that I'll, go to, I'll go to this. Um, what are some major wins and then major challenges you faced growing up? Um, major wins. And then how did you grow from them? Um... Um, one of some of the major wins is just like when shit hits the fan, I'm able to be there for people who mm-hmm. I care about. Um, I'll give an example. My we have the used to have this dog. Everyone loved this dog. Oh. Um, everybody was out of the house um, except for me and my mom. And then one day, this dog gets ran over by a truck. My mom goes out there. She gets to see it first. The neighbor talks to her. She comes in and she's just bawling. She is like, I can't, it's imprinted in my mind. I can see it. I can close my eyes and go right back there. And I can just, I'm proud that I could be the guy who could just go there and comfort Mm -hmm. and help out in that situation and be the guy in that situation. So that's something you, that, um, out of, that kind of came out of your childhood Mm -hmm. that somewhere it was fostered that sort of skill. Yeah. I can comfort, I can protect people when things get, when crisis happens, I can, I don't want to be like that big strong guy who never cries, but you know, I'm the guy who, if shit hits the fan, you can look to. And that's what I w- really want to continue in my life to uphold. Um, that's the story I want to see in myself. Um, but in my childhood, there's places where that's happened. Um, one time my brother, we used to have a pool when we were really little. This is like, he's five, I'm seven or something. Um, his eyes were always bigger than his stomach. Or I guess his feet this time because he went into the pool and he can't swim. Oh. So, <laughs> so yeah. I just see this happen. I go and I rush over to my where my mom and my dad are and I'm pounding on the door. It feels like it's a minute or two. I mean, I'm a kid, so it, I mm-hmm. don't know how long it's been, but uh, I'm just pounding on the door trying to get my mom and dad's attention. And like, hey, my brother's drowning. My brother's drowning. Somebody go save my brother. <laughs> Um, eventually my dad comes out, he goes out and he just dives into the pool and carries him out. Um, moments like that, those are where I see myself as a, like where even, even if maybe you didn't jump into the pool, you took action to, yeah, I couldn't really swim that well. What was I going to yeah. do? Drown too. Drown too. <laughs> yeah. like, so, okay. You know, um, things like that. Uh, I, not a big personal glory guy. There are a few times where I'm like, oh yeah, I did a really cool thing in that sports one mm-hmm. time. But those things don't really matter to me in the bigger scheme of things. Um, mm-hmm. It's just how I can help people. Uh, and what was the other part of that question? Uh, what things have challenged you? And, of course, how you grew from both the wins and the challenges. Uh, yeah. All right. Um, so things that challenged me, especially through my teenage years from about 2016 uh, to 2020, 2021. Mm-hmm. This is more recent. Um, I always uh, I started struggling with depression and anxiety really bad. Um, since I was homeschooled, I didn't get a ton of social, um, what is it? Exposure. Mm -hmm. And I did things like 
baseball, but that's like once a week. Yeah. And I think you've come to learn I'm a pretty social person. Yeah. <laughs> so that was not enough for you? No, um, because I, I, if I'm not by people, I get very sedentary. I'll just sit in my bed. I'll eat pizza and play video so games. So do you think that's where that, um, that kind of lull came from is you just weren't getting what you needed as like a human being well like just social connection and purpose and things like that uh yeah it was that and it was also a combination of just trauma like my grandma had just died uh-huh. and then my mom goes and she basically is living with my grandpa who's like two hours away um my dad is a very good provider but he's not a very emotionally um you know emotional guy mm. uh he's kind of there but he's kind of on the side yeah. so it, a little I detached was, yeah, yeah yeah a little detached so i'm just here to i basically had to help myself in that situation mm-hmm. and this is going through um high school which at that time i was doing the hardest classes i've ever done in college i've never done classes as hard as it what sort of classes were they um I, specifically i'm talking about one class um okay. it, it was a civics class it was a first oh. year teacher and he <laughs> didn't know how to do that manage, is rough that is rough a workload so he wanted us to write a paper like every week and then, like, every month he wanted us to write, like, a five-page report or something. Um, and I was already going through it. So it yes. was... How did you do? Horrible. You- <laughs> oh, I'm so ashamed Damn. of myself. I am so ashamed. My mom helped me write so many of those things. Mm-hmm. Like, last minute, I, I, I hid it from my parents because they were going through this trauma, too. Yeah. So I would hide it. And then I'd be like, hey, mom. <laughs> or they would see it. And then... They'd be like, Drew, what the hell are you doing? And this be, then it would be like, yeah, um, sorry. Yeah. I, I wouldn't even say that's something you have to be sorry for, though, because well, it yeah. wasn't your fault. It I was... mean, at the time, it was just like, I, I still had this expectation. I'm the gifted mm-hmm. student. I mean, uh, I shouldn't okay. be failing this. Gotcha. This is something I'm totally capable of. And so you feel like you're tumbling and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And I'm just like, that. well, I'm not living up to expectations. I'm mm-hmm. failing this and that. And I feel just an immense amount of shame at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, like I'm letting down not only myself, but my parents who care a lot about me. Yeah. And invested all this money because it's the thing I was in wasn't cheap. Like, gotcha. You know. All this money and all this resources. Was that public school? Uh, no, this is private. Or private. not private. This is a homeschool. But it was like in... Uh, uh, some sort of program thing. Yeah, it was a HSLEA Academy. Gotcha. Uh, my teachers were great, to be fair. Um, but for some reason, that one just... Yeah, he was... Uh, he overworked everybody. Um, and even with my teachers were great, how am I... I couldn't, like, reach out to them if I was struggling. Gotcha. He goes, hey, there's, like, a communication distance. I'm not... It wasn't the most tech savvy kid, so it's mm-hmm. not like I've felt confident enough to just shoot an email, be yeah. like, "Hey, <laughs> I'm, I'm struggling here. My grandma just died." So my mom would do that, and my mom would make apologies for me, which oh, just, uh, just so that entire like high school experience is basically just that filled with layers and layers of shame and um, guilt, and that shame and guilt led to uh, shame, guilt, and trauma led to like depression and anxiety. Yeah. Shame, guilt, a trauma, stone. all while being like rolled up and no social activity. Ah, man, isolation is the worst though, because you mm-hmm. you don't know you don't know how to compare yourself to anything. Exactly, you don't, you don't know, know you when don't you're know. falling. You don't know if you're doing well. Um, you don't have a support system. It's just it's rough when there's there's no context to anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and my yeah. mom, who really was my emotional support system at the time, she was like off helping my grandpa because he didn't even know his own address. Yeah. So, so she's going through it. Dad's going through it. Brother's going through it. You're going through uh-huh. it. Yeah. And they, 
You just... I didn't even mention that my brother, my youngest brother, got really sick at the time. Uh, he was basically bedridden for two years. Um, he would have these seizures mm-hmm. where he would get up and he would like go into a PTSD attack. It's hard. That's the only way you can explain it. But he gotcha. would like swing at you. So you had to get three full-grown adults to sit on him until he calmed down. And this could take hours. Um, and that was just to do what? Would it just sporadically happen or was it? Yeah, it would just sporadically happen. Um, I wasn't there all the time. I mean, I was avoiding everything at the time just, you know. Yeah. He's doing well now. Though, he's right? doing pretty well now. Okay. Yeah. 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 He's getting there. Yeah, you talk about how he likes to go fishing and stuff. Yeah, right? he likes to go fishing. <laughs> you know, he's trying to figure out um, his place in the world. Yeah. Yeah. He's still figuring out, but he's on the right trajectory. So. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's yeah. good to hear. Yeah. <laughs> that was uh, just a whole chaotic time. Yeah. And so then I want to ask, um, so how did you get to where you are now? So kind of bridge that gap from what you would say is that kind of like childhoodish teen to, okay, now I'm here in college doing what I'm doing. What Fill that space how in for me. How did I get me. from A to B? Okay. Yeah. Um, well, at some point I kind of just said, well, my life is shit. Mm-hmm. I feel awful. I hate staying in my bed all day. Um, so after I got done with high school, I didn't even know what to do. I didn't even graduate, um, technically. Really? No. Wow. I do have my GED. Oh, okay. Um, even that's kind of by technicality, but... Yeah? Yeah. Um, anyway, yeah, at some point I was just like, wow, everything sucks. I start doing, like, DoorDash. Mm-hmm. Just to get some money, because having some amount of money would be great. Yeah. Um, I was always into politics. So my first job, before any of this shit really went down, um, was like in 2014. Oh, I, wow. Okay. That was, I worked. <laughs> that was a while ago. <laughs> well, okay. I was a freshman. <laughs> maybe 2012, honestly. I, oh, man. I know I was. I was in sixth grade. No, maybe it was 2016. Anyways, it's probably 2016, because I was 14. Yeah. Just before everything went down. Um, I worked at this political campaign for mm-hmm. a local person who was running for lieutenant governor, mm-hmm. um, Bev Randles. Uh, she would actually be governor right now mm-hmm. if she won her um, her election or her primary. Gotcha. Um, but I'm guessing she didn't. Then. She, no, she yeah. lost. <laughs> it Damn. was a really small one. I yeah. remember I was making signs and I'd fold up <laughs> shirts and I would take these checks that looked huge at the time. <laughs> You're like forty dollars. I'm like twelve <laughs> hundred. What? <laughs> nice. And then I talked to someone. They're like, "Oh, those aren't even the big ones." I'm like, "Those aren't the big ones. What are the big ones?" So much money coming in. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. yeah um. I. Uh, but I was always into politics, and most of my jobs have been political in some way or another. Mm-hmm. Uh, like the one you have now. <laughs> uh, for anyone who doesn't know i'm a pet i do pest control now <laughs> very political very political <laughs> um, no, sorry continue <laughs> um yeah so uh what i did is i went and i did doordash for a while and that was basically just a nihilism job i mm. i was just doing it to go through the motions i'd make like 200 dollars a week and i would eat my way through that 200 dollars, and then i'd do $200 a week and then I get fast food and I'd eat through it. Ah, oh, man. Um, would you door dash your food? I wouldn't door dash <laughs> yeah, you my door food. Da- <laughs> door dash your own food. Door dash is Give a yourself scam. a tip. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, no, door. Then, you know, things started to get a little bit better because I started getting out there a little bit. And then uh, about last summer, um, I started 
doing like canvassing, which is door to door. You're knocking and asking people's opinions on, on things, asking if they'll vote for your guy. Hey, that's pretty social. Yeah. And then started, I mean, I started everything out. I'd go and uh, knock on door, go, mm-hmm. go, hi, my name is Drew. I'm with Blankety Blank. And I was wondering if you would consider Blankety Blank for the upcoming primaries. And then sometimes people would tell you to fuck off. And then sometimes <laughs> people would be like, oh, yeah, I love you. And then, you know, like uh, if I was the other kind of guy, you would hate me. Um, and then some people you would actually get in a really long, lengthy, interesting conversation with. Like I, I remember like talking with like this one uh uh, history teacher, high school oh, history Lord. teacher, and I could just talk <laughs> he was to there this. for eight hours. <laughs> I would talk to him for about two hours. Yeah, um, <laughs> um, not doing it's my like job. Come back for the next lesson tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but you know, it just kind of helped me um, engage my social skills. That I, I was a really social child. I, you know, had a lot of friends, but um, it took a while to kind of re-engage those. I kind of like to look at my past self like with rose colored glasses like that child would just go up to a bunch of old folks say hey what are you playing and go play cards with them like how come i couldn't do that now yeah so i was like all right um let's go do that and just you know it just helped me get out of my shell a little bit um i started going to therapy um that helped too uh that was a long process um about two years that started about the time that that all started too so, um, it was, was really slow growth. It's like, what mm-hmm. is it? An L curve. Yeah. Um, yeah. But started, Hey, growth is growth. You know, if yeah. you're going forward, it's better well, than going backward. Exactly. You don't compare yourself to where other people are just where you were the other day. Yep. So, um, yeah, I started doing just little things that were positive. Um, I started playing music, which helped me, you know, manage it. Uh, eventually, I was like, "Huh, I should probably go college." So I, <laughs> <laughs> I should do that. Which, yeah. hey, that that makes a little more sense now, because um, I was wondering why. Just like me, you're a little older than the mm-hmm. uh, people, the newcomers from straight from high school. Yeah. So um, I knew you had taken some sort of break or delay of some sort, and I I just didn't know what reason. And yeah. I mean, that makes sense. You know what you were doing. Just it seemed like you were kind of setting yourself up a little bit like getting things straightened out a bit yeah and then you're like oh that's right i could continue on my path mm-hmm. it seemed like you were just kind of oh, yeah. taking care of the hang-ups yeah and um i'm not sure you know about this you might um uh there's this guy called jordan peterson you might you probably I'm heard about him. him yeah yeah and i was a I, you know i would listen to all of his stuff like mm-hmm. when i was doordash and i'd listen to his podcast and mm-hmm. um, i'd listen to hundreds of hours of him like so you made your bed every morning <laughs> No. Oh. <laughs> uh, I oh shit. The, okay. I was wondering the lobster. Oh my gosh. I was like, why is he wearing a Hydra shirt? But I didn't realize that it was the lobster head instead yeah. of the uh, the skull. Man, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I picked so, this shirt intentionally. I didn't know uh, you were somebody who was really big into his content and stuff. You oh know, yeah. I've no. I've listened to a lot of his things. Um, I've listened to a lot of individuals like that who, mm-hmm. uh, like people like Jocko Willing, David Goggins. Um, yeah. And other other individuals maybe uh, who are not as like intense too, mm-hmm. uh, and just those individuals who have a lot of life experience and a lot of insight, mm-hmm. and are trying to help people you know get on the path you know um, not be stuck per se and not help themselves climb out of depression and how you just live life and do things. Yeah, so, I had I had no idea you were uh, no you listening to him so much. I mean 
he's like probably my biggest influence gotcha. up to this point. Um, and even then, like I'd listen to him and then I'd take none of his advice like for years and years and years. I, I was just like accumulating it. Yeah, yeah. You were like, oh, this sounds like, great. This is like does the opposite. Advice. <laughs> Let me just continue doing what I'm doing. But it was, like I said, it's a little incremental change here yeah. and there. Um, people people don't really change until they're ready. Mm-hmm. And then, they, then they'll make big drastic changes. So it's it makes sense. Like if you're not quite ready to hear the message, it won't hit you quite the same. Exactly. You know, it, it just took time. And I, as I accumulated the message, it, it started to make more sense. You know, tell the truth. Clean your room. I finally have a clean room. Yeah. I can, yeah I'm you, proud of that. That makes sense why you, you've been so proud of that. Because I know when we, um, when you were kind of part of the friend group in the beginning of that, mm-hmm. uh, you kept talking about how you were, you know, cleaning this section of your room, cleaning that section of mm-hmm. your room. And then you were telling me about how clean your room was like a couple weeks ago. Yeah. And that it's like, oh, I can bring my cat in now, but oh man, all this hair, how do you <laughs> deal with your dog hair? And I was like, <laughs> I was like it, it makes sense why it means so much to you now. Yeah. Um, um, so. I'm thrilled to have a clean room. Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you, girl. <laughs> uh, and Coral is one of the, um, what is she? Life, campus life and leadership. Yeah, campus life and leadership. She's like one of the main people there. Yeah, and she just gave us popcorn over here. Yeah. Um, so um, thank you, Coral. Yeah. Thank you. I mean, I guess that's convenient time because do you mind if we take a break? I got to pee a little bit. Yeah, go ahead. All I right. mean, we could just intermission eat some popcorn. <sighs> okay, you guys ready? Yeah, are we playing the intro again? <laughs> no. <laughs> the intro again. <laughs> Okay, we'll just go. All right. <laughs> All right, and we're back from our back. Uh, popcorn intermission. Again, thank you, Coral. Welcome back. Yeah, exactly. All right, okay. so we were talking about a lot of um, things like um, how Jordan Peterson impacted you and how mm-hmm. much you were listening to his content and stuff like that. So when did the switch flip? Because you were talking about how you just consumed a lot of his content. Mm-hmm. And then, um, it just switch flipped, or was it so gradual? And then you just realized, oh, it was I'm like being ex- more responsible. It's like exponential, you know. It's like yeah. a little bit, a little bit, a, a little, little more. Bit. And then once you start seeing success, it just goes crazy. Yeah. Um, I would say probably culminated around like last winter. Last winter, okay. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of like when all the... When things really started to go well. Yeah. Know? Yeah, because uh, last winter, I mean, that was last winter, not this past winter, last winter meeting. Like, <laughs> Sorry. Like, I, what, what year? Yeah, what, <laughs> like, 2022 winter, like 2020. 2022 between like October and November. Okay, that's where I was thinking. Yeah. I just thinking about it, I was like, last winter, does he mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I, I know from that, that's kind of when, I mean, you or... I met you mm-hmm. along with all the people in kind of our friend group at, at Maple and that group too. And, um, yeah, so that's, that's kind of where it culminated mm-hmm. for you. Yeah. That's basically when the ideas hit the action. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's interesting timing. Mm-hmm. Do you think it had anything to do with, uh, you know, that group of people? Oh, it definitely did. I okay. mean, once I started to make friends and I was, kind of strong enough in myself mm-hmm. that I wasn't just going to compromise um, my ideals at that point. Mm-hmm. I knew them too well. I you thought, had a little more identity. Yeah. Yeah. I'd kind of strengthened myself to like, you know, I know what I d- want to do. I know how to be happy. I, before this, 
group I had like a bunch of gamer groups online mm-hmm. um, and those people were supportive of me um, yeah. it's different when you're in person though it which, definitely is it definitely is yeah. but I feel like if I didn't have those groups I would have like lost all my identity of course and of course all my social skills for sure yeah so it's you know, it's kind of weird how even like they're like stop being so anti-social and you're out here playing games being collaborative on discord and like <laughs> yeah I'm like working helping, as a team to accomplish a goal <laughs> helping to run a little community yeah like you know it's something keeping it's, the rules mm-hmm. you know making sure everyone's treating everyone fairly it's a little different than uh like in person mm-hmm. but i mean think of it this way this is probably why you wanted to move the group chat on the discord <laughs> but i mean that's what we have we have a group well, chat with a bunch of friends yeah. and it, i wanted to move it to stuff. discord because Snapchat it's better it's just yeah. so bad for like a large group yeah it's just it i don't know i guess it's convenient people are on there already yeah yeah so it's hard to convince people hey there's this thing that's like 10 times better for what we want to do yeah and you know taking taking pictures is with discord it's a little weird yeah yeah is it I mean, it's I feel like, like it's pretty easy on snapping the, the same way. I don't know. Maybe. You just can't put like the title. I like like the yeah. little. Oh, like, you have yeah, to like put the like, caption. Edit. Okay. Yeah. You, you, you can, but you can caption it in other ways. Yeah. It's like it's, it's. It's better for a lot of other things. Mm-hmm. Um, I think maybe in the future we'll realize that. I don't know. Yeah, I, I have a little hope for that. <laughs> <laughs> I will say that timing was pretty um, helpful to me as well because from, I mean, I kind of came from a you know study group mm-hmm. that. Um, at UMKC the previous year in like in that spring and I took a summer class here and then I was taking classes there and I was pretty much alone except for like USA mm-hmm. <laughs> and then we were just doing some podcast stuff yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> and it was I don't know it was pretty rough for me as well around that time but I mean not terrible you know I had that was last year I was 22 so I was mm-hmm. a year older than you are now I've I had some time for more development um, and more identity but I mean you know, I was just going through things, trying to do school, trying to do well. I had just switched from not knowing what to do to a program, a mechanical engineering program. And so I was going into like my uh, second year of mm-hmm. that. And so I, I, it was still fresh. And I, and this was a big move for me going back to the community college because I thought, you know, oh, finally I'm out of community college. And then I look, I'm like, oh, same classes, cheaper, better teachers. You know, so it was a big move. Okay, I'm coming back here. Yeah. So that whole friend group was very positive for me. And I ended up also, you know, dating someone within it Mm -hmm. or currently right Mm -hmm. now. So, you know, it was very positive for me, too. And so I don't know. That was a very, uh, that was a good time. Yeah. Yeah, uh, (laughs) I I think it's good for like everybody in the group, especially like the tighter knit group. Yeah. I I feel a lot of individuals grown from that because, I mean, they had exposure and uh commitment say yeah um to others and i don't know i think us being slightly older individuals have mm. also had a positive influence on those younger people because i mean our, our group is anywhere from uh, at the time it was people who were like 18 to i think i was the oldest at the yeah. time 22 mm-hmm. so that spanned a good range of different experiences and um, everyone in that group was pretty much decent people yeah even even the the most out there of people was pretty doing people. pretty good you yeah didn't have any like anti-social people yeah didn't have it anyone was... destructive mm-hmm. for the most part no um it was generally good people so i think i don't know i think like-minded individuals or good people tend to group together i don't know but it was it was 
by chance maybe when you put pro-social people together they just get Mm -hmm. more pro-social yeah if you put an anti-social person in a pro-social group the entire group gets more anti-social i guess that's true yeah Um, it's easier to poison the wealth than to dilute the poison yeah yeah so um (laughs) it's just we just put a bunch of good people together yeah and then we just by chance too it wasn't exactly mm-hmm. on purpose well, yeah. they they just kind of would add somebody it was kind of by chance i know? was added by cooper just kind of on a whim yeah uh, you know i knew some people from the cornhole club mm-hmm. and so i knew a lot of people there but i was sitting there because of jack who was in one of my engineering classes mm-hmm. and um yeah it was like after cornhole club yeah. or something yeah and it, then cooper we got to talking and he just added me to the group yeah. And then that's how I became part I think of it. it kind of grew out of the Cornhole Club, basically. Yeah. Like a combination of that and like a little bit of the Christian on campuses club. Well, there was also um, just the fact that all those individuals would sit at the same table. Because, <laughs> yeah. I mean, a lot of people who got there in the beginning, it was simply just a bunch of people at the same table. Yeah. And, and then later it started coming from groups. So, I, and I was one of those people who came from a group and that was Cornhole Club. Yeah. The fact that I uh, knew Jack yeah throughout the year but that's pretty cool so um that kind of that was context of you know who you are from little to now what are you doing now <laughs> like right now like right now and what yeah like what do you what are you doing now um right now i'm trying to just uh continue my classes trying to build my resume and trying to um be able to you know get my associate's degree essentially mm-hmm. just trying to do classes do well in them um and yeah there's people over there yeah <laughs> <laughs> they just came out of nowhere uh do my classes do well um and continue to have a friend and hold up to my responsibilities and try to gain responsibilities um try to you know be more self-sufficient you know I'm wanting to pick up another job. I just want to continue on the path that I'm on. Yeah. Um, I don't need to rock the boat at this point. Gotcha. So you know? how are you managing all this time? Because I know you you enjoy reading books. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're doing classes. You have a job. You're thinking about a second job. And I don't know if you're still, you know, playing instruments or whatnot. Like, mm-hmm. How do you manage all that? Um. I've always been terrible at time management. I've kind of, <laughs> kind of, get, I'm getting a grip on it like right now. Okay. okay. Just getting a grip on it. But um, a lot of times when I'm reading books, I just go audiobooks. And since when I'm at my job, I'm basically by myself. I can just put that in and I can listen to like 10 hours of audiobooks a week. Okay. So it's like easy enough. Um, with school, school is just a set time that I'm going to have to be here and study. So it's like, that's just sunken time i already know that's going to be sunken i just need to find a place to put that having another job that's just something i can do on the weekends um i'm particularly thinking about having an acting job acting has kind of turned into a passion of mine um but yeah i have um wants to do that and then that's just something that i dedicate some time to on the weekends and i make maybe an extra hundred bucks a month a week you know a couple hundred bucks a month mm-hmm. just uh you know just a little thing. Just a little thing. You know, it's yeah. something I want to do, and I can make money doing it. So it's like, hey, why not? Because um, you're still going on the like morning runs, right? Yeah. So there's also that, and 
I don't know. This yeah, you were doing like a lot. Yeah, I'm just I'm just wondering how you know you're can, just able to do that. Can you kind of go into that though? Because I um, I know just from you know being your friend for pretty much since last year. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you were very active as a kid, but I mean, not so much anymore. But since that running group that we've kind of done, and you work with, work out with me sometimes after, mm-hmm. like. Um, is that another thing that you're kind of getting into now? And uh, oh, yeah, where definitely. do you see yourself kind of do, doing? I mean, I really enjoy that? doing the running. I mean, kind of took over me for a second. It's a little less so now, but I still love to do it. Yeah. Um, now it's more like, I, I, you know, at one point it's like, I'm really excited to go running. And now it's kind of like discipline, like I, I should go running. Yeah. Like it's just something you do now. Yeah. yeah. It's just something <laughs> I do. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, man, it'll set my day on the right path. Let's go yeah. running. Yeah. No, I, I always love um, starting the day with that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so one one thing I do want to ask is currently, because we're all human beings, you know, we're not finished people when we're, you know, 21 years old. You know, we're mm-hmm. always working on stuff. Um, so what are some current struggles that you're facing that you're comfortable with sharing? Um, current struggles? Um it is time management trying to figure out where to put everything. Um, and it's, it's more just, you know, having the discipline to do everything that I put in a schedule. It's just like, if I put a schedule in a month, chances are I won't do it, but I need to like schedule that thing like a day, two days, you know, like I'm doing this, 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 Mm -hmm. this, this, this. And then it's like just developing the discipline to do all those things. Or if I don't do those things, at least put them to a place where I'll do them soon. Yeah. I think we were talking about this before and it's like scheduling out to where you can, it feels real to you and not some abstract. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And then, you know, creating things like feedback and accountability. So now I have two calendars. I have like, <laughs> I have like one calendar for the thing I'm, I'm doing in like the next day or two. And then like a monthly calendar where I mark off the things that I actually did. Like, Oh, did I do any of the things? Like that? here's <laughs> the things that I did. Okay. I'm making progress. Here's where I'm falling behind, you know, so I that's can, a really good idea actually. Yeah. Like having a kind of a almost like a lesson plan for school. Like mm-hmm. it, teachers will give you the the schedule. Like this is what we're gonna do. And of course, generally you, you want to stay on track. But sometimes, oh, we're gonna switch this around. Do this. Maybe shorten these days. Lengthen these. So kind of just mm-hmm. checking it off as you go. Having that day to day, but also being able to look and go overall. Yeah, yeah. And then it's like if I fucked up three days in a row, I can look back and be like, I fucked up. Three days in a row. <laughs> I'm a terrible person. Shit. Yeah. I should really start doing that now. Yeah. Um, so it's it it kind of helped me. It's helping me catch myself. Um, there's a little like instability at home. Mm-hmm. Um, my dad lost his job recently. Really? Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Um, so there's like a couple of things I'm like worried about. Yeah. Um, we could be moving and that's, uh, that's scary. Yeah. That is scary. I mean, I don't, it's like, uh, it's a little, maybe 20% chance, but when it's in your mind, it's there. And then it's like, oh man, everything I've known for this, everything I've known at this group I just built, I feel like at home, Yeah, you know? And then I'm worried like, could I do it again? Yeah. Should I like, is everything going to fall apart? Am I going to be able to mm-hmm. recover? Am yeah. I like the kind of person who can put together what I put together here all over again? Um, could I replicate this? Yeah. Should I replicate this? Do I know, have I learned yeah. how to do this? And, and how much can you maintain from the previous group? Exactly. You know? like, I mean, <laughs> if you're still ways. five minutes away, mm-hmm. dude, <laughs> if yeah. you're three hours if away, you're in Denver, you know, yeah, yeah, that's a little, that's rough. Mm-hmm. So damn. 
That's really unfortunate. Yeah. Um, I think he just got another uh, job opportunity. So we'll see how that turns out. Yeah, hopefully it goes well. Yeah. 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 It's a uh, work from home thing. So, hey, maybe chances are, you know, we're fine. We're sticking around. But, yeah. Um, you know, in the meantime, it's just like, well, okay, well, what the fuck do we do? Yeah. <laughs> make, as, make as much money as possible. Uh, make sure you're, you don't have a lot of excess stuff or you're consuming too many utilities, stuff like that. Exactly. You know, try to be smart with your money. Try yeah. to learn how to budget, learn how to mm-hmm. figure, you know, like these things that I'm, I'm still like, I started with like, feels like two years ago I started with nothing. So I'm still building up a lot of these things yeah. like budgeting, time management. Um, but it's just like, you know feet to the fire you know mm-hmm. yeah some reality checks you know exactly. stuff i kicked in stuff like, to test your metal like how far have you really come mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so and shit that'll happen again and again and again and yeah. i hear people um tell me you know people who are older than me tell me like oh yeah it's gonna be worse later you know yeah. your challenges now aren't you know near as what they could be later oh yeah yeah and a lot of like the jordan peterson stuff that really came through is like make yourself a strong enough person so you can just so you can withstand that stuff because it's going to storm. happen. Yeah. Exactly. Like, um, did you build your shelter, you know, <laughs> on the rocks or on the sand? <laughs> yeah. It's like, um, you know, the chaos is coming, whether you like it or not, you can accept it voluntarily or you can just let it happen to you. And then you're going to get, you know, that's going to be yeah. 10 times worse. Yeah. So just accept it now and yeah, roll with the punches. Mm-hmm. Don't get cracked by them. <laughs> it only gets, you know, it multiplies and how bad it'll be. So, um, I also, I, Again, I asked, you know, some challenges right now. Mm-hmm. But what are some things you are doing really good right now and that you're really proud of yourself for doing? I know you've kind of hit on these, but um, maybe some more in a little greater detail. Like, what are you really happy about and stuff that you're like, I need to keep mm-hmm. doing this? Uh, yeah. Um, like, I'm happy that there is some order because I'm a real, I can, I am like manifest chaos. Mm-hmm. It's so easy for me to take chaos and chaos take hold of me um so right now there's a certain degree of order in my life like schedules and running and like stability and order Mm -hmm. i'm happy that i'm 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 loving running and i'm seeing like i I see it too like you you're definitely driven even uh more so than i say the other people in our group Mm -hmm. because besides me who I mean, I start it, so I have to be there every day. Yeah. Uh, second would be like you, mm-hmm. and then of course Danny. But after that, it's like yeah. you know Blake, and then some yeah. people and come I, and go. I try my best to be there. Sometimes I'm like, oh man, it's up to three yeah. o'clock. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, you've been keeping up, and mm-hmm. when the day is hard, it's not like you quit. You yeah. try to keep going. Mm-hmm. So it's that's something I do see, and I do appreciate that you're putting effort into that. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, and it's pretty difficult sometimes, but it's like, hey, you know, what's wrong with doing difficult things? <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I'm I'm totally happy to do that. Um, other things I'm happy with is you know I'm happy my my room's clean. I'm happy that I'm, my room's clean. That's a good thing. You I know? need to clean my room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm happy that I can, like, make my bed in the morning. I'm happy that I can, you know, manage my day. I'm happy with the amount of independence that I have. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of our friends are, like, kind of bound by their parents, and I'm not. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'm like, my parents are. Yeah, when you live in their house, you know, then you're yeah. subjected to their rules still. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. But it's like, you know, I know how to set up boundaries. I know how to make friendships, and, you know, I know how to have intimate friendships. Um, and... I suppose I'm kind of comparing myself to the things I've seen around me, but, uh, you know, I'm able to do that, and some people aren't. 
uh, I'm able to, you know, have those friendships. Um, I'm able to be social. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm working on being able to be like kind of a showman, have some showmanship. Oh, yeah, because you're involved in theater right yeah. now. Yeah. And you're you're working on that. You're uh, practicing practicing rehearsing or (laughs) i'm studying and rehearsing and yeah i mean aspiring to rehearse sometimes there's going to be a play or yeah there's going to be a play um at some point i think it's next spring and then uh upcoming we're going to be doing um for the vet tech we're going to be animals so (laughs) wait Um, (laughs) (laughs) you ever see the like you're gonna dress up as animals yeah pretty much um you, you see those uh not furries hopefully <laughs> we're, not, we're not gonna go full furry um not gonna buy the paw gloves you, you see that uh what is it that those uh young adult like uh, the morphers things the, no 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 like the books uh, well right. oh animorphs animorphs <laughs> i i just remember <laughs> other you know people this? reading it yeah, around we're gonna, me we're going to animorph into some animals the furthest i got in that book was someone showing me that the little character in the corner transforms when you flip through it yeah, oh that was it i saw that so yeah we're going to animorph um <laughs> yikes uh, <laughs> but i something good that i know at least is that you are either a co-leader or one of the leaders of the theater club, correct? Well, uh, yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm hoping. Oh, you're trying to be. Well, it's more like it's an unofficial thing. Yeah. Um, I know Micah. You're the assistant too. I, I'm the- an assistant. <laughs> I, I want to be my, the best assistant to Micah, who is running it as I can yeah. be. Um, I'm also going to be running the Cornhole Club. Yeah, I was about to say. Mm-hmm. So you got two things now that you're going to be running on campus. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that's that's pretty good considering what you were talking, where you yeah. came from, what what's going on. I mean, you've you've got a good friendship or friend group going you're running you got stability in your life now you're going to be in leadership positions or Mm -hmm. position um, within school activities Mm -hmm. and so i i just think that's fantastic to to be able to point to to have something in your cookie jar and be like this is look at where i am right now Mm -hmm. yeah look at what i'm doing yeah yeah and i think that's very important to be able to do that because there are lots of people who they make exponential growth but they have no markers Mm. to show themselves that oh yeah i have grown a lot over these years Mm -hmm. but so they just they end up going like man i'm in the same place where i was until they find something they look back and they're like oh shit no i'm not i'm not the same at all yeah yeah so yeah i mean take me two years ago and put me here and you're going to get a whole different guy (laughs) yeah no i I feel that i feel that one um so what oh go ahead so with the whole theater thing what what kind of role do you play? Because I know you said you're having a show next spring, right? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, and that's super early. Um, I, From what I've heard, we're trying to do Noah. I might be the one doing Noah. I don't know. Oh, I weren't you trying know. to grow your beard? Yeah, I noticed I you shaved it. I did. I mean. I you was, didn't like it, did you? It was scratchy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it kind of. I was like. Oh, I think the prickly of stubble is worse than the scratchy yeah. i'm okay but, with the prickly but yeah. once it gets longer but not long long it's yeah i it's hard to get over so I, but you know that's in next spring i got five months to grow a beard if i want to grow a beard better be growing it the whole time <laughs> yeah diet white diet white grow no no we'll go young noah young noah yeah a bachelor no <laughs> noah the bachelor that's funny no uh, no sorry continue um here, wait, what was your <laughs> uh, Just pretty much the role you're playing. Oh, yeah. Um, we're looking for Noah, but, I mean, I'm pretty much happy with any role. Mm. Um, 
as I'm engaging in more responsibilities, maybe I can't take a lead rule, but I, I really don't think I've hit my limit yet. So I'm just pushing everything until I do. So it's like, I, I'll basically accept anything. I'm being like, yeah, so, sure, I can do that. So what previous roles have you had before? Um, I've only been in one other play. Um, last year, last fall, I, we did a Thurber Carnival. Um, I was, it was, it's like a collection of skits. So mm -hmm. it's like, I was a bunch of things. I was General Grant. I was mm, Ulysses. Yes, I was the drunk General Grant. Oh, God. <laughs> that was fun. That was really fun. <laughs> um, I was uh, Walter Mitty. Mm. I was uh, Papa Sheep. Don't know that one. Uh, it was basically like, you know, a storybook. You oh, know, okay. Like the three little sheep. Call me Papa Sheep. They call me Papa Sheep. <laughs> Ladies. <laughs> Aren't you trying not to be a sheep, though? <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, the Papa Sheep. Gotcha. All right, continue. Um, <laughs> trying to remember, I was like the camera guy. Was like the the mailman. I didn't. Those were non-speaking roles, but you know, I just did them. Uh, that's a that's some good yeah. diversity to start out with. Mm -hmm. Like you don't have like oh, I've only been like this one character. You yeah. kind of dipped your toes in a lot of different types of yeah. character. Good exposure, I yeah. should say. And even Walter out. Mitty. Like I'm not sure you know what Walter Mitty. Is. Yeah, Secret Life of Walter Mitty. Yeah. Was it? Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. That, I saw that character itself is a lot of different characters. Yeah, that is true. That is true. Because I mean, you have to act out the little scenes in his head, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, so that makes sense. So you're like a, you know, you're a pilot in like 1942 going mm -hmm. through a hurricane to try to drop the bombs on whatever. Um, yeah. And then you're, and then you're just the regular guy. <laughs> and you're just this regular meek ass guy, just like, hey guys, I hope my wife doesn't beat me today. Oh man. That's <laughs> <No>. <laughs> so what would you say is your favorite show that you've seen or that I've seen? Oh, yeah. without a doubt. Um, it's the first one that really like it captured me. I saw the screw tape letters, um, at, uh, the Kansas city, I think it's a symphony building. You just, if you, the performing arts yeah. center. Yeah, the performing yeah. arts center. Oh my gosh, it was so good. I just, I remember going in there all cynical, like I'm going to hate this. This is going to suck. Yeah, it's just a play or <laughs> this musical. This is so or... stupid. I can't believe they're dragging me along. And then like halfway there, I'm like, yes. Oh, that's so cool. Who dragged you along? Uh, my parents. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't want to go. I don't want to go. I mean, I was in depressive stage, so yeah. I, I don't want to go. It makes sense. You don't want to do anything. You don't want to yeah. leave the house. You like, don't want to move. I don't want to do that. And then I went out and then I went back. I'm like, oh, that was so cool. I can't mm -hmm. believe. And then you're like, how do I do that? The way the person made me feel. And then, yeah, it's like, how, 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 I want to do that. I mean, that, that was kind of like the beginnings of um, the seeds. The seeds. And that was years ago. So I was yeah. like, the seeds were planted. And it's like, oh, man, I remember that. And I just remember how thrilled I was to walk out of that. Yeah. I never imagined that live performance could be so, you know, exciting, but it was. Yeah, that's pretty magical. Mm -hmm. And I mean, something we haven't quite hit on that I would like to is uh, music. You're, you enjoy music. And mm -hmm. how does that go with these musicals and plays and just your personal relationship to music? I know you play the piano. You have a couple stringed instruments, but mainly piano is yeah. what you do. Um, yeah. I mean, piano was probably the first thing I picked up, like, um, when I was trying to help myself and get mm -hmm. out of the, my rut, uh, when I was doing DoorDash at, you know, like for $200 a week or something, I can't remember. It was like a ridiculous amount. $200 a month or something. Yeah. Um, I would go and I'd do piano lessons for about six months. No uh, way. I yeah. didn't know that. I thought you uh, had just like studied it on your own. Oh, you made it sound that way. Before that, I the studied music theory. a lot of music theory. Yeah. Okay. I would watch all music theory videos on YouTube. I'd watch that <laughs> for hours and hours. I, I mean, I watched so much YouTube at that time, you know. 
I wasn't doing anything better. So I just watch a bunch of music feeling, you know, like, okay, so this is this, this is the circle of fizz, this is how it ends, you know, yeah. this is scales, modes, scales, yeah. modes, you know, um, harmony, which I still don't understand. Voices. <laughs> yeah. Things I that, voices. <laughs> things that I still don't fully understand, but I got them in my register and I was like, man, that'd be cool to, to um, explore, to explore. And it's like, yeah. I had a little ukulele you saw. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. That was my first little instrument and it's super cheap. I was like, yeah. You know, I'll do this. I can play this in my car while I'm waiting for DoorDashes. Oh, no way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's nice. Extra like, extra time. Yeah. So Just, would you... Um, wow, I completely forgot. Yeah, would you? Um, <laughs> um, would you? Uh, Why? Hold on. <laughs> um, Let's see. Music. Theory. Musical. Modes. <laughs> you. Thank you so much. You're making, you're making it worse. Okay, sorry. Yeah, I'm just. I'll, I'll get back to it. Okay, I'll get I'm gonna. Back to it. Yeah, go ahead. You can steal yeah. the time. I'm okay, gonna yeah. ask a next question. If you're like, oh, no, then it's, yeah. it's probably wasn't important if I just forgot okay. that fast. No, but. it happens. It happens. Um, so I want to ask, uh, what drives you as an individual? Um, what drives me? Um, for a long time, it was fear of failure, but that didn't drive me in good directions. Very now, it's more like, for a long time, I was running away. Now mm -hmm. I'm kind of running towards something. I'm like, okay. I can, um, I can do things, mm -hmm. <laughs> which I mean, you had broken on last pro podcast and it seems like yeah. all he's ever done is done things, which is kind of impressive. I was, yeah. I was impressed like the, cause I didn't know, you know, he graduated so early and mm -hmm. then I was just very impressed by the way he would just go, Oh, I want to do this. So I'm going to go and do it. Yeah. Yeah. It was I, very impressive. And that's kind of like dawning on me now, um, yeah. that I can just do things um yeah, yeah. you, you want to be the cornhole club leader why well, I, I mean that was more of like jack asked me but you want to go do theater you can do theater no one's stopping you go do it yeah um yeah. you want to go play board games oh you know there's a bunch of people doing it sure go play mm -hmm. board games you want to go do piano yeah sure why not you know yeah. you can just you have the ability to right now like nothing's mm -hmm. stopping you i mean the only thing is when your schedule starts to fill yeah. up but yeah. then again, I mean, if you want to do something more than what you're doing right now, you trade those, you switch the places. Of them. Or you just get more productive. That too. I yeah. mean, a lot of people are like, oh, I have such a full schedule. I can't do anything. It's like, well, yeah. Because it's on you, their phone for three hours. Because <laughs> you're doing all your stuff in the most unproductive way. Like you're, you could do it 10 times faster if you wanted. Um, but efficiency. Yeah. So most of the time when I look at my schedule, I'm like, I'm sure I could fit something and I just need to make something better. And I think that's a little fun challenge too. It's like, okay, so what am I doing wrong that I could just cut out? What am I doing wrong that I can like shrink? Condense. Yeah. It's like, you know, don't cut out pieces of the pie, make the pie bigger. Something that, um, I saw or I've seen is, uh, USA has been pretty good at, um, finding tools like AI tools mm -hmm. to, um, make his stuff go quicker and more efficient. Like I, you show me stuff all the time and you're look and you're like, Hey, look, I just do this. And it just takes two seconds where I'm like, Oh man, would have had to do that by hand. Take like four hours minimum. Definitely. And so, I mean, finding tools, that's something that he's always been good at doing is finding efficient tools and mm -hmm. kind of maximizing time with uh, stuff. So yeah, I got other stuff to do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And what's funny is when I first noticed that, it was you were making stuff more efficient so you could get back to gaming <laughs> and watching your animes and stuff. That's, You're like, I don't want to have to deal with this. 
So <laughs> that did not happen. Uh, that's really funny. It's instead, like uh, the bill. Uh, the bill, uh, it's like the Bill Gates quote. Yeah, I just get a lazy person <laughs> and I stick them on a hard job because I know they're going to find the easiest, most efficient way to do it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, quite the opposite happened. Instead of like gaming and just watching more videos, I ended up putting more time into the podcast, making it more yeah. quality, uh, something that I would like. So the things that it started out a certain way just kind of like flipped. So <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah, no. Uh, different times. I was talking around more like 2020 type deal, not necessarily oh, no. recent times. But yeah, because I know you don't really game too much anymore. So yeah, I don't. <laughs> All right, so kind of more future stuff is what I want to come into. Mm -hmm. And um, what aspirations do you have for the future, and what are you doing now to fulfill them? And you've kind of touched on a little things, and just more and more of a direct answer there. Um, well, yeah. I mean, I don't know where yet. Okay. I mean, I know what. And I'm trying to figure out the where and the, you know, I know what and why. Uh, I Obviously, I want to graduate from here eventually. Mm -hmm. eventually. <laughs> it's going slow. I, I feel you. But I do want to graduate from here and get out of here and um, go be able to pursue things that I really enjoy academically, which is psychology. Mm -hmm. um, and I want to be able to do some things where um, I can look into law a little bit more, like what that really means. You know, do you really want to do law? Exactly. You know, <laughs> yeah. like, what does that look like? Okay. You know, like, what is the nitty gritty? You know, what are you doing every day? Because yeah. everyone's seen a law show and you're like, fuck yeah, that lawyer's so cool. Yeah, and then you don't realize, you know, 80 hour work weeks minimum. <laughs> and then, yeah, like, yeah. Mm, he's spending all yeah. his time, like, yeah. looking over case law. <laughs> and you hate that. And he's transcribing uh, 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 an old, you know, court record oh, for man. hours. Yeah. And he's just sitting in his computer doing this dumb work. Yeah, it could be. It could be whatever. I guess yeah. you just have to. That's what you were saying. You got to look into what would I be doing? Mm -hmm. so. Yeah. So I, I want to look into that world a little bit more. Mm -hmm. um, and like, that's why I love, you know, I have like a multi-tier system. Like if I don't want to do psychology, if I don't want to do law, I just do psychology. I'm happy. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I got a lot, like a pretty broad range of things I like. Yeah. So I can be happy. You're not specialized yet. No, 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 no. It's like I, I can be happy doing a lot of different things. And if something new and cool or comes along, you know, I'm not so arrogant that I'll be like, oh, I'm not going to accept something better because my plans are this right now. Um, but, yeah, I want to get out of here. And I want to go pursue psychology. I don't know where. I know there's a couple of good colleges, but I've only really heard of good ones out of state. Like um, yeah. uh, what North Dakota University has a really good psychology department. Um, uh, as for other goals. Um, of course, I want to work on fitness better. I want to learn about nutrition and stop eating garbage using my car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the passenger seat. Oh, the passenger <laughs> if I perch on this tower, I might be able to squeeze into the car without hitting my head. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Yeah, exactly. It is what it is. I, exactly. I just cleaned out my car yesterday, so mm -hmm. I was like, how? How long has this been here? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, I have like fitness goals. Um, I want to be dangly. You heard that? I want to be dangly, be able to do it. Oh, <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Pull ups. Yeah. Yeah. I want to uh, be a dangly fella. Monkey bars. Yeah. Monkey bar, dangly <laughs> okay. fella. Free climbing. I've always loved rock climbing, but I've never been good at it because, you know, <laughs> been a little bit on the heavier side. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, I, mean, I really enjoy the motions of it and it's really fun. Yeah. Um, Which I have noticed over the past summer you have definitely slimmed down yeah 
And so that's impressive to me that your commitment, I mean, to, to running and then sometimes working out with me um, afterward, I mean, you could see the effects and you've been talking about how you've been trying to eat better. And it's, there's definitely a difference. And mm -hmm. it's, I enjoy uh, seeing people win when yeah. they're going after stuff. I, I like helping people who help themselves. So mm -hmm. it's it's been really cool to see oh, that yeah. progress. I mean, it's really frustrating when you try to help people and they just don't yeah. help them. You're just like, I told you, I you know what you need to do. You, you know, I told you. And I even yeah. give you options so you don't have to like, do it my way. I, I've learned to um, be very stingy with offering my time and service um, mm. to people who are not are not going to help themselves or who don't want help mm -hmm. um in many cases it still should be done and yeah. it's good to do but for broad broadly speaking if people are not going to help themselves um then i might just you know try to plant some seeds mm -hmm. i try to say some things but i'm not going to put forth a lot of my time to someone who's not going to be yeah. efficient with it yeah you know once you if you put your hand out and somebody just slaps it away you're just like, like i just won't put okay. my hand out you know fair enough maybe i'll toss something to you, <laughs> but, you know, but, i'll give you something that might help you but, but even then yeah. you have to accept it yeah um, if if they're not ready to hear mm -hmm. something good then they, yeah they won't and hear like it. very much like two years ago i probably would have been and i haven't i try not to give too much advice anymore because mm -hmm. advice i mean you may be giving bad advice and not know it yeah. So I try to um, be helpful with the things I know I'm helpful at. Exactly. Like I, with working out, I could do that. Like with the running group, I started that because I know a lot of individuals were talking mm -hmm. about running and I'm like, okay, show up, you know? Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so, and a lot of people did. And so rather than say, oh, this is how you should get into running, I'll offer my well, service yeah. there. And the people who wanted to run are now running. Yeah, yeah. It's a so, lead by example sort of thing. Yeah. It's really appreciated because um, lead by example, example is generally like, the best way to do it it's like if you see yeah. you know that's what i want to emulate you know uh you know I, you see someone doing it right and then they invite you into the world and then you can join them or you can you know not yeah but you know at the end of the day they're still doing their thing and leading yeah you know and they may be down a different path too you don't you mm -hmm. know, your way is not always the way exactly and so i i don't get upset if somebody's not taking help mm -hmm. or anything because maybe they don't need that help yeah you yeah. know Maybe they'll figure it out for themselves in a, the way they need to, and they'll be down their course of life. Yeah. So I'm, I'm not really upset about that anymore, and I try not to give um, advice unless it's asked for, yeah. and I always stipulate that I don't know shit. Yeah, so. it's, uh, it's, I mean, you're 23, I'm 21. It's like, yeah. no need to take it personally. Yeah. Um, you know, 21-year-olds, I mean, look, 40-year-olds are like, fuck, I was such an idiot kid when I was yeah. 21. I See, as a kid, I knew that I was going to say that. I mean, my parents said that's mm -hmm. what was going to happen. And every year, I would be like, damn, I was such an idiot last year. Yeah. And But knowingly, I'd be like, okay, I'm an idiot right now. I just don't know it yet. Yeah. And so you try to go through life without being an idiot, but it's going to happen anyway. Yeah, it's like I'm in a right now. I just think I'm being really clever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when when I really realized that, that's when I was like, okay, I'm not necessarily gonna be like, this is how you do it, man. Because mm -hmm. I did that a couple of times, and I was just like looking back, I'm like, why would it? That was completely wrong. Like, like <laughs> that was a stupid idea. I mean, maybe that person ended up figuring it out. Still, maybe there was something in there. The attitude of it, they pulled out, and that was helpful to. Them. But the specific advice wasn't necessarily the best at all. So, it, yeah. Um, pretty classic question. Mm -hmm. 
uh, just to kind of put a time frame on things, where do you see yourself in five years? What would you like to be doing? Where would you like to be at? And broadly speaking, you don't have to be very specific. Okay, five years from now? Yeah, um, that would be 2028. I'll be 28. 2028. I'll be 26, 27. I'll be like 31. <laughs> Wait, how old are you? Usa. I'm turning 26 this year. Ah, what? He's, a, he's two years older than me. I had no idea. Yeah, he's he's slightly older than my older brother. Yeah, so. like slightly. <laughs> yeah, very slightly. Yeah, <laughs> he he's December, you're October, yeah. but I mean, my yeah, oldest, he doesn't look too old, does he? Yeah, my oldest brother just yesterday turned 27. <laughs> 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 yeah, uh, that's funny. That's funny. Yeah, Usa out here blending in. He could he could I, exist in multiple crowds. I will say. Yeah, it's my girlfriend told me if. She didn't know how old I was. It could have went either way. Yeah, <laughs> I could have been really young or just or, really old. Or really old, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's a, it's a compliment. It's good. <laughs> yeah, you could have been one of those guys hanging out at the same. He'll be sandwiches. he'll be like sixty three and he'll be chilling with you know all the twenty four year olds and oh, they're like I don't know about that. on accident. It'll, his uh, occupation accident, will yeah. like he'll he'll be surrounded by them and they'll be like yeah so. You said you had a house. How were you able to buy it at such a young age? They'll be like, what is he doing right? Yeah, what is he doing? He's just so intelligent and has so much wisdom. I just don't get it. Like man. you're like a 63 year old in a 24 year old's body. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just. Uh... And then at 64, you're gonna age and you'll look 90. All yeah. at once. All, Definitely. At once. All at once. You're gonna have like the big beard. Yeah. <laughs> like the wrinkly avocado skin. You know? yeah. Can't wait. Can't wait. <laughs> I'll be worse by then. Don't worry. Um, anyway. Sorry. <laughs> five years. <laughs> right, five years. I'm going to be uh, 27 year olds. I'm going to have 10 kids and covered in tattoos. No. 10 kids. Goals. I mean, the only possible way would <laughs> be, you know, multiple women there. <laughs> so that goes even darker. And 10 even kids, nine baby mamas. One of them oh, I'm going to take, go for two, you know, full body tattoos. Full you know, body. Gonna be thousands of dollars. I only have $10 to my pursue, name after child support. Pursue my dream of being a Yakuza member in Japan. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Drew really took a turn. He was on the path, but he's definitely on a different one now. Just like there's a multiverse, just like. Boy, that one arced out. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone else is just like a very prominent lawyer in yeah, the area. Yeah, yeah. Just like this guy just went way. <laughs> that guy went way up. We don't even know what happened. It, we it, had the same experiences, <laughs> and then just somewhere along the line, he is shot you over. You know that uh, Rick and Morty episode with Roy? You know? Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like boy, that. Whoa, he's go. He's going yakuza. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Goddamn. Um, okay, sorry, the actual question. All right, I'll take it seriously. Uh, <laughs> um, in five years, I hope to have achieved my academic goals, um, or at least be near it, you yeah. know, achievement, because I'm, I'm behind, so it's like, it is what I'm it is. not rushing it. It's like, I'm going to graduate after you. Think about that. You're going to graduate after Probably. You. Probably. If I go for a master's, I think. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm or if I fail any more classes. Yeah. If I pursue psychology, I'm gonna have to pursue a master's probably too. Oh, so it's so maybe not. Maybe yeah. we'll be in the same graduation year. Yeah, that'd be crazy. That'd be weird. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, hopefully by then I've uh, worked out a romantic situation, as I am predominant. The oh. the what? Oh, oh wait, what? What? What's oh, with happening? like a romantic, like not <laughs> a specific romantic. I was like, like what? what? What are you saying, Drew? Okay. <laughs> 
hopefully me and Neymar <laughs> together, Brandon. Take that out of context. <laughs> Clip it. Cut that. Cut that. Cut that. Cut that. Oh, yeah, no. Shit. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know you felt that way, Drew. <laughs> you could have told me all this time. <laughs> okay. Um. Anyway. <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> so you're looking for romance, or? <laughs> I was just five years of rolling the balls to admit finally. My, I was just surprised. Founded feeling. I was surprised where it turned to. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> I was like, am I hearing this? Wrong? Like, I might have just heard it weird. <laughs> well, it wasn't just you. It wasn't just headphone you. users. Uh, uh, man. <laughs> okay, a romantic. A romantic. Mm. Yeah, what are you looking there. for in a woman? Um, probably. Maybe. We already talked about this. Um, what big titty cough? Whoa, ch- mommy. Chill, chill, chill. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Damn. Damn. <laughs> man, we've already gone so wacky. vulgar. Yeah. We've already gone wacky. Don't lose it too much. <laughs> Keep your composure. Keep your composure. Okay. Employers might see this. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, it, it won't um, be worse than what we were talking about in the beginning, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, we were just how we almost dipped into. Um, anyway, yeah, continue. Um, wait, wait, what are we almost dipped into? Nothing. Let's just uh, oh, keep yeah, going. Am I missing something? No. Am I missing something? Maybe. I don't know. Okay. Whatever. I don't know what you were talking about. Like, we were talking about slavery for a second, but we were talking in like a tactful way. Uh, I don't. <laughs> just continue. Okay. I forgot already. Okay. Um, yeah. So I hope to have a romantic. Uh, I don't really want to put a label on what I want that to be. Hopefully, you know, not some whale. Um, <laughs> yeah, I hope it's a human being. I hope it's a human. <laughs> Hopefully, by then AI has gone far enough that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Yep. It's not like a, yeah. You can't tell the sense. difference anymore. So, are you looking for kids? I'm guessing. It's yeah, like, yeah. Okay. So, somebody who could be, you know, the mother of your children mm-hmm. and a wonderful um, spouse. Yeah. Is, yeah. Exactly. Okay. And I don't want to be like, oh, they have to be this. You know, I, I have this type, and it has to be this way. I'm, I'm like, I have no expectations. Yeah. You know, I feel if you put expectations, then you might just end up missing out on something great. So, mm-hmm. you know, just I have what I like. I have my yeah. preferences and have some values, but you know, mm-hmm. be open to what might be. Yeah. So. Aesthetically, at least, I don't really have a lot. You know. Yeah. Um. Like, no, she has to be dark hair. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. Blue eyes. Mm-hmm. No. She has to be Arabic and blue eyed. That's Rare actually common. fairly common. Is that common? Yeah. Huh. I don't know. <laughs> or light eyed. They usually have light eyes. I don't know. Talk to Reem. Talk to Reem about it. Yeah. Doesn't she have light eyes? I don't know. She has like like hazel eyes. Yeah. Yeah. But, but uh, she was talking about how some of her siblings and such have mm-hmm. lighter eyes too. We've been talking so, to Reem in a minute. Yeah. I wonder how she's doing. Yeah. Well, anyway. Um, anyway. Five years. Hopefully by then, um, I can be. Uh, you know, most psychologists aren't really psychologists by twenty six. Um, you're still working on it. You're apprenticing mm-hmm. under somebody, or you're uh, working on a master's. I would hope so too, because yeah. you're having a lot of impact on people's life in their mind. I would hate to have mm-hmm. some whack job. Mm-hmm. Which yeah. unfortunately there are still a yeah. lot of them out there. At least if I, you know, I could go down the research. Uh, uh, Oh yeah, that I is could true. go to research route. In which case, you would basically just be a full psychologist working mm-hmm. in, in a college somewhere. 
or you could go um, the clinical route, in which case you're probably working at a hospital somewhere. Yeah. Um, and either one's have you know, I'm happy either way. Uh, I'm not sure which way I'll go. I, at points, have leaned research. At points, I've re-leaned uh, clinical. Um, I mean, you'll I figure it out when you when you start dipping your toes in exactly, that stuff. Exactly. Once we go, you know, deeper. Um, I'm I want to you know dive more into the biology, the neuropsychology. You know, learn more about it. Um, there's a lot to learn in that field. Um, you know, I want to be stable. I want to hopefully have a little place to myself. You know. Yeah. Something. Yeah. I want to have. Something. Not in your parents' house. No, I don't want to live that. in my parents' house, please. Um. I want to have good relationships with my friends. I want to hopefully, I mean, we're all going to branch out in five years. Yeah. Yeah. But hopefully it's not like I'll never talk to you. And <laughs> yeah, hopefully I still have some contact with you guys. Maybe yeah. it'd be cool to do like one thing once a year. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like, I feel like you it's know. strong enough of a connection that could happen. Mm-hmm, but, um, mm-hmm. um, and you know, with my family, uh, we have had like weird relationships with each other with me and my brothers and mm-hmm. my parents and hopefully those have kind of rebonded in a way i've um, i've noticed uh at least in my family um that's spreading out i mean it happened rapidly for us and it was kind of very weird um but after time has gone on i mean you you learn a lot of things about each other things smooth over you're not too worried about the small stuff anymore because you're not living on top of each other anymore Mm -hmm. so you know where they put their sock doesn't matter and so you could you see them in a different way and it's it's kind of unfortunate at the same time because you're not as close well you can you become closer in a different way but your proximity wise and time wise Mm -hmm. you just don't see them as often yeah even when you try to like my older brother has kids Mm -hmm. and a full-time job you're not going to say <laughs> there is there's not a lot of extra time and he lives lives 30 minutes away so mm-hmm. that's not that far but when kids full-time job that 30 minutes you know popping in isn't mm-hmm. just something you can do all the time yeah. you know so i mean in a lot of ways it's a it's more like what am i afraid of becoming in yeah. five years i don't want to be like paranoid i don't want to be that you know my what goal. are you afraid of becoming paranoid? <laughs> paranoid about becoming paranoid. Yeah. Um, I don't want to be a micromanager. You know, yeah. I don't, I want to, you know, um, I don't want to be someone who's anxious about everything and I don't want to be someone who doesn't take anything seriously. Um, you know, I just want to grow, you know, and mature. Okay. I, I, I want to go and develop and mature and, you know, be a solid person. I, you that's know, that's a, that's a good goal. Yeah. Just going back, you know, I just want to be the person that when shit hits the fan, you know, I'm there. Which this kind of moves perfectly into um, how do you impact other people or how do you think you influence them? Um, I don't know how I influenced the group. I know how I influenced my mom um, specifically because we just have a great relationship and we talk all mm-hmm. the time. You know, um, me and my mom have a kind of unique relationship. We can argue and we're still like, you know, good with each other you know mm-hmm. i can be like no that's a bad idea that's i mean kind of stupid we can be a little disrespectful yeah you know i mean not like i would could an eight-year-old can't be disrespectful to his mom yeah. so it's not so much um what it was when you were a kid where it's like don't talk back yeah, now it's, it's more like a you see each other more on power yeah more more as a peer on peer thing um mm-hmm. you know i'll say i'll throw out my ideas like hey this idea is this um you know you can consider it um i'm probably a little bit more fiery with my mom because we've just been each other so much and we know how much we can push without pushing too far mm-hmm. um 
and get pretty passionate. Uh, but what was the question? Oh, the yeah, impact. it was how do you impact people, the people around you? Okay, yeah. Well, or how do you think you influence it's them? It's just to say, you know, I can be like the iron that sharpens iron. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, sometimes she comes back to me and be like, you know what? I didn't like that idea at the time, but it was a good idea. You were actually right. Um, and the way people impact me is like, okay, yeah, that was actually right. And, you know, I get a lot out of conflict, which, you know, as long as both parties know that there are boundaries you don't cross and, you know, mm-hmm. things that you don't, you know, use, you don't, you know, attack them personally. But at that point, you know, some point you can just go at it you can argue with each other and just have those ideas fight yeah and then let the bad ideas die mm-hmm. that's what i hope to be um i hope my impact is i challenge things i'm a little bit of contrarian if you haven't noticed uh oh no mm-hmm. really yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh i like to challenge even well-established ideas mm-hmm. um and i just you know i like to question things so I like to question things and I like to do it in a way that can be a little, um, show offy, you know, I, a little showmanship and mm-hmm. the ways I, you know, a little flair, something spicy, a little flair, you know, do it in a way that's interesting and people tend to give you a bit more leeway anyways, if mm-hmm. you do it that way. So that's basically what I want my impact to be. I'm not sure. You guys tell me, um, I don't know how you impact you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's don't a question know. for you. Why are you asking me I questions? <laughs> no, I was, um, it's, yeah, I mean, things you've just said. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't really uh, bank that in too much. And especially when I'm uh, just doing an interview like this, like, I don't want to tell you this is how you impact me right now. Cause yeah. right now I'm not thinking about all the ways you impact me. I'm just mm-hmm. trying to listen to your answer. Um, so, I mean, I don't know. At some point, I'll just be like, you know what, Drew? Yeah. This is how you impact me yeah. and the people around you. But, you know, I know how I imp- my friends impact me. Yeah. I was and just how- curious on your view of what you yeah. do. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, I just, that's yeah. basically the I role mean, I feel I feel. Kind of like the nothing court feels gesture. too inaccurate. You know? So, <laughs> yeah. Kind of like the court gesture. I'll like say things are stupid. And, and a lot of the times I'm wrong, but I feel like if I'm wrong, I'm going to take it in grace, you know. That's the hope, you know. Yeah, that's the hope. <laughs> if I'm wrong, I'm not taken in being an asshole about how mm-hmm. wrong I am. I'm not going to kill a relationship about being, you know, about something I'm confidently wrong about. Yeah. So I have just one last question before we pretty much wrap this up. Mm-hmm. Um, what makes you enjoy life? People. Um, being around people who make me smile and being able to make other people smile. Um, the world's a more beautiful place when people are smiling physically like generally you know if i can make random strangers smile i'm happy if i can make my closest friends my parents smile i'm happy if i can make people laugh and smile i'm happy um also just you know being able to put an effort and actually giving it what you have um not half-assing things I think a lot of people like there's this quiet quitting and it's very popular to like just kind of sort of give up on your, you know, your job or something. And I, I kind of rebel against that. Um, I want to be giving it my all all the time. And if that's a position that in like a work environment where I'm, I can't do that, I'm going to switch my work environment. I'm not going to like give it up or fake it half the time. I don't, I I, that's one of the things I just can't get around 
you know, I'm pretty all or nothing. I'm either going to give you all my effort and my entirety, or I'm just not going to give you anything. Mm. Um, so the ability to give every, you know, everybody I can, everything I can, that's what I want. Um, yeah, that's what makes me really happy. And then, you know, some private things like I love playing the piano. It's not like I'm trying to be a great pianist, but it just, you know, helps me, um, find who I am and, um, it's an, a thing I can aesthetically enjoy. Uh, I love art. I love the arts. I love literature. I will, I've been reading more self-help stuff, but I want to get back into reading more of the classic literature. Um, I've always actually had a f- favorite kind. I've li- like the old Russian literature, oh, like yeah. Tolstoy, Dostoevsky, that kind of stuff. Um, that stuff always, you know, kind of impacted me. I love comedy. Um, I want to watch more comedy. I want to see if I can try comedy. Things like that make me so happy. Um, in some ways, I'm a little afraid because you guys have such, like, an engineer is such a rock-solid c- career, and you're always going to have that. And the things I want... I'm not an engineer yet, bro. Well, <laughs> well if you get there. Uh, there is no guarantee that that is where I will be. Even yeah. a lot of engineers who graduate don't necessarily become engineers, so... Mm. I mean, but I get what you're saying yeah, there. Yeah, I mean, in some ways I'm afraid because the things that I'm, like, proficient as, like, literature and, you know, um, writing and, um, yeah. you know. More soft skills. Exactly. Those yeah. things that don't translate, like, if you're good at math and you can be an engineer, you're going to have a good living. So I feel like the way I'm going to live life is going to be a one that's just a little riskier. Yeah. Um, and I'm, like, coming to terms with that. And it's, like, it's okay. You know, it's okay to live a little bit risky, live life on the edge. You're only going to live it once, so why not? Why not live it as fantastically and as good as you can, you know? So things like that, that just makes me smile, fills me with purpose, you know? If I could, uh, you know, if I can get past the things that make me sedentary, um, that'll make me a happy person. Awesome. I like it. Um <laughs> Yeah, you got it. Anything else? And if you want to plug your social media, you're not really on there too much. Oh uh, no, I don't really have. Social I can't find you anywhere online. <laughs> oh, you <laughs> gotta right. know. Well, it, his profile picture is a roll of toilet paper. <laughs> yeah, I have an Instagram. <laughs> it doesn't have my name well, see, in it. <laughs> yeah, see, I tried searching up your name, and I was just like, "This clearly is." I'm definitely working. gonna link it. And then I just. I was just like, maybe Brandon just follows him or something. I did. <laughs> you do? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I wouldn't, but I wouldn't I'm have saying roll of toilet paper. paper. It's, it's, so. it's a roll of toilet paper, and that was when the toilet paper shortage was going. Yeah. So it was kind of a flex at the time. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Um, no, I'll, yeah, I'll put you on there. Um, yeah, that's... Yeah, um, I mean, I'm just trying to think if there's anything important to mention. Uh I, mean, I think you've been pretty thorough. Honestly. Thorough. Thorough. Pretty thorough. Thorough, yeah. You know, there's definitely probably more things I could talk about, but they're not. Yeah, I know when Brogan was on here afterward, he was like, oh my gosh, there's so much more I could have said. And I'm just mm-hmm. like, don't worry, it's going to be like that yeah. every single time, even yeah. when you talk to just friends. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> you're like, oh, I could have said that thing yeah. instead of this. And yeah, there's definitely more to say, but I mean, I'm, I'm happy with what I said. I'm yeah. content. Yeah, you definitely got some stuff out there, so... 
glad we got past the first part because I was definitely. Were you good. nervous? Yeah, you were nervous walking in here. You were pacing about. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I was uh, like, you okay, man? Uh, I'm, I'm sure I'm going to like listen I'm back like, to the first part it. and like I'm going to be like, oh, my breathing was so fucking weird. Yeah. I was. Um, you said to be or not to be, and I was like, oh man, he's pulling out the soliloquy, <sighs> doing that Hamlet right there. Isn't oh. is that when he was holding the skull? Right. I, I think so. I don't. No, I never read Hamlet. Oh, I only know that soliloquy because that soliloquy, like, you know, in that area, that kind of transition area between before I met the group and, you know, before everything else, when I'm kind of like figuring everything out, that pushed me a lot because like that soliloquy right there, like I mean, to be or not to be. I mean, to be or not to be. That's the question, and now you can take that into, and then every little line, it's so perfectly written. Whether it's nobler in the mind to suffer the slings and arrows of outrageous fortune or to take arms against a sea of troubles and by opposing in them. So do you want to accept the luxuries of life or see the troubles ahead and Mm. end them and oppose them? And this guy's, um, he's contemplating his own life to die, to sleep. He doesn't know if he wants to go through this struggle he's, he's like where do i go he's from here contemplating the end yeah. he says if um if i die if i go to this eternal rest i will avoid all this heartache and all this pain that's going to go through um and maybe there's some dream but when there is no dream you, you've shuffled it off and all the pain and the calamity of life the whips and the scorns of time, the oppressor's wrong, the proud man's contumely, all of this. And then it, at the end, it goes into um, how consciousness, how all of this pain makes us cowards. Mm. It makes us not pursue the things um, that we could because we're so afraid. Um, what's the line? My favorite line in here. Um, Thus conscious doth make cowards of us all. And Hamlet goes hard. It you does. It's so That's, here, I read it in high school, but you know that never stood out to me. And like reading it now, I'm like, oh yeah, like yeah. I've heard those ideas from many people in different mm-hmm. ways. And uh, yeah, that's really cool. Every line, I, I, I memorized it at one point. Every line is something. Who would fardle, fardles bear to grunt and sweat under a weary life? And fardles, I can't remember what that means. I think it means <laughs> grunt and sweat. Um, but essentially, you know, who would bear it to suffer this life of agony and pain and yeah and how consciousness makes us um, can cover us with this light of fear and make us lose all perspective Mm. it's it's such a good quote um i'm glad you started with that one yeah it's a good quote and if you just like every line is worth something yeah nice yeah so i guess i mean with that we'll just Mm -hmm. end it here thank you as always thank you sir (laughs) can't give you the old uh, two-hander anyway (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh (laughs) it's a handshake it's it's a handshake and i i guess with that we'll just uh Oh, the left-hander. Uh, <laughs> I guess we'll just both. <laughs> we'll we'll just get going now. Cut so that, cut that, cut that, cut that, what what's that you said? You said like and oh yeah. <laughs> Remember to like and subscribe and uh, comment that notification oh, bell button. Comment, uh, comment, so comment, much. comment. Definitely comment. Uh, comment. What should they comment about? 
Literally whatever, just make it related to the no, podcast. Give them, give them something. Give them something. Oh, you mean like a call to action? Like uh, comment on what your favorite animal is. Yeah, what do you think? What do you think about Drew? Judge him. No, uh, no. Judge him. Uh, what did no, you? What think? did you relate to? What did you relate to in all of this? Mm-hmm. Of what do you in, enjoy? What were points made that stood out to you, and um, something where you go, "Oh man, I never thought about it that and, way." Or, and, and what's your favorite color? Don't answer that. <laughs> yeah, even uh, give us your thoughts about some of the stuff we talked about. Yeah. I don't know. I just com- I like when people comment. It mm-hmm. shows that it's it's more than just like bots viewing it. You know, mm-hmm. although bots can also comment, but just make it a little. Yeah. If you make it more than just like two words, then I know you'll not you're not a bot, or at least mm-hmm. not a dumb one. Yeah. AI bots. I only want the smart bots. Yeah, the smart <laughs> bots. <laughs> oh, all right. Okay. With that, I guess we'll actually end it. Okay. All right. Oh yeah. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thank you for watching In the Works by Brandon Nusa. Subscribe and like for, for more.